Welcome to today's uh, program of VORW International. Uh, now, number one, right off the bat, I just want to mention, uh, the show, I know, is, it is a new installment. Uh, I still am, you know, taking my little bit of a, I don't know, break or whatever you want to call it. So these shows are just being done, they're just done when they're done. Uh, no set, rigid uh, schedule like there was. But uh, again, this afternoon, uh, at least today, it's it's Monday the 30th. This will probably get up uh, Tuesday the 31st of March. But it's uh, mid-afternoon, 2.45 p.m. or so. And I've uh, I've been up for <laughs> quite a long time, but I... I don't know, sometimes you just feel that that urge to go to the microphone and, you know, you have something that you want to talk about. And uh, when that happens, you know, what I've always realized from having, you know, been, been doing this for at least the frequency that I've been doing it, uh, you, always, you always follow that urge. You just, if you feel like you got to talk, just do it. I mean, right then and there. So uh, that's where we are. Uh, I wanted to make this, uh, number one, just to talk a little bit about the coronavirus pandemic. I know, I think most people are understanding of the fact that that's all that I talk about nowadays. A few people still, you know, they're upset, but they're free to, well, they're free to express their viewpoint, and I'm free to do these programs. That's, uh, that's where we, that's where we stand. But I do want to talk about uh, the coronavirus pandemic uh, a bit more. I also want to give a little bit of an update that I think if all goes well anyway, uh, it's going to pave the way for future shows. And while I can't guarantee the length, meaning it might end up just being 20 minutes or maybe it'll be longer, uh, it may end up being, at least, you know, for uh, for the time being, uh, a fairly regular thing. So hopefully that'll spell a little bit of uh, good news for some some listeners who are maybe hoping for more, you know, for more uh, programs. It's something, though, that will require, uh, you know, some participation, you know, if it's going to work. But we'll look, we'll just see what happens. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's my That's my stance toward it. Whatever happens, happens, right? First and foremost, I just want to give um, a very broad update on the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, what I've been saying on my my broadcasts that I've been doing four nights a week, I've been saying this in them, and I'll say it here if I haven't already, uh, but we are in a period of extreme growth of the pandemic. And at this point in time... Uh, I don't think this is the peak, either. The number of cases by the day has been growing anywhere from almost 50,000, 60,000 cases per day. Right now, as this broadcast is going out, we're close to 800,000 cases. And by the time this week is through, I would not be surprised in the least if we've exceeded 1 million cases. Now, that's on the books. And that's all that we can really go off of. You know, we can... I understand the the desire to be speculative. And uh, sometimes for me, anyway, you know, I enjoy analyzing situations, especially current events. Uh, But obviously speculation, you know, is... 
not really much accuracy to it. We just have to go off of what's, you know, what's on the books. Now, if I were to speculate, and again, take this with a total grain of salt, I think we surpassed a million cases long, long ago. And I mean, very likely, we're probably, you know, at this point in time, I wouldn't be surprised if we found out that if you found out how many cases there really were, I wouldn't be surprised if there were 5, 10 million, or even more. There's no way of proving it. That's an unsubstantiated claim, and I admit that freely. Of course, in terms of the death toll for the pandemic, as it stands right now, 37,000 deaths. But again, you're seeing some reports uh, coming out from even major, uh, you know, reputable media outlets saying, I think what we've really suspected for a a long time, uh, that the death toll in Wuhan was undoubtedly higher than what's really, what was really said. I think that should be evident based on the fact that Italy has more deaths than China, Spain has more deaths, France almost has more deaths, U.S. is soon going to surpass their amount of deaths. Some of these reports state that the actual death toll out of Wuhan is close to 50,000. If I found that to be true, would I be surprised? No. But it's an absolute shame to see. It's a shame that even one single person perished from this pandemic. And it's surreal, not in a good way. You know, the fact that this could just come out of nowhere and just wipe out so many people. It's just a sobering thought. You know, that in... In December of 2019, we didn't even know that this even was was a thing. Now, obviously there were some authorities in China that did, but that's about it. So it's just, it's crazy to see how that it can just get to this point in just a few short months' time. Otherwise, you know, we've been seeing many reports on the state of things. And... Like I've been saying, it's it it's just, what can you do? Some days you get reports that are a shock. Maybe it's high-profile people who have been infected. The number of cases, actions that are being taken, reactions, etc. Other times, yes, there are things that are a bit predictable, but... So much volatility in every, every, every regard. That's all that you can say. And while the number of cases is going to keep going up, and the number of deaths is going to keep up, one thing that we have to remember is that the number of recoveries is going to go up too. I mean, that's just one good way to look at a bad situation. You know, you can't ignore the fact that the situation is in many ways deteriorating, But people are still recovering from this. It's not killing every person that it infects. That's one good way to look at it. Of course, there's other things that, yeah, it's bad news. I think this is one thing that we've already long suspected at this point, um, but I'm pretty sure that it has been verified, at least by certain studies, and I believe it. Uh, The fact that obviously heat... Now, we're talking 
I know above a certain temperature Fahrenheit, yes, it will, uh, you know, kill the, the virus. The fact that, yes, there are good reports, and this is true, if you actually put your N95 mask in the oven, and it sounds stupid, you know, it's like, you're putting the mask in the oven, why? But if you put it, I believe, at the temperature of 150 degrees, and please don't do that, because I know masks are very important and we don't have a lot right now. Before you do that, just verify that. I'm pretty sure it's 150 degrees, though. And, you know, you put it in the oven for a couple minutes, and it sterilizes the mask. It doesn't really damage it at all, and you can rewear what's usually a single-use N95 mask. You know, you could keep doing that until you can't wear it anymore. It's like until it's broken. So, yes. Obviously, that degree of heat, right, will, will get rid of the virus. But if that's the threshold, are there any areas on Earth, you know, where the temperature is normally 150 degrees at all times? Well, no. And unfortunately, it does appear that uh, warm weather doesn't really have any sort of adverse effect on the virus. Meaning it's just going to do what it does. It's going to run its course regardless of the weather. It does not matter. It's just going to do what it does. And either way, even if it hinders it a little bit, the fact that it is still spreading so rapidly, let's say here in Florida, where it's been in the 90s, mid-upper 90s, record, record-breaking heat, for the last week. The fact that this has been spreading rapidly uh, across South Asia, Central America, the Caribbean, and now establishing a significant foothold across sub-Saharan Africa. All areas along the equator, the virus does not care. It's going to spread if it's zero degrees and snow. It's going to spread if it's 100 degrees. Doesn't matter. Which is bad news, but the virus is just going to run its course. But that's all the more reason, in my opinion, why we need to take this thing so seriously. And the other good news is that I think so many people are taking it seriously now, which is fantastic. You know, for a while, I think a lot of people were really, and it's just the way people are, downplaying it because it's not really happening here. I understand it, but at least more and more people are taking it seriously. At this point, I think now the people, and I don't, I don't mean to say this, it's very pessimistic thing, but in some ways, now there's always people who are going to change. There's always people who can change their mind for the better at any point. But a lot of the people, I think, who don't care and aren't taking it seriously never will. You know, it's like, it's at that point, how much farther would it have to go to get everyone to finally realize that this is the real deal, right? To the point where, what, you have hundreds of thousands of deaths in the U.S.? Is that a reality that we ever want to see? To get another handful of people to take this seriously? Or can the people who take this seriously step up and just do everything that they can? You know, practice that social distancing. Stay home if you're able to. Be hygienic. Be sanitary. Take care of yourself. And just do whatever we can to 
try and flatten that curve, try and slow the spread of this. And yes, the, the phrase flatten the curve is so cliched, but it's, I don't care. Uh, it's something that is so, it's an agreeable phrase. I agree with it 100%. The medical system has its capacity. And when that capacity gets exceeded, uh, very bad things are going to happen. So, you try, you try to flatten the curve as best you can so that the medical system does not exceed capacity. Or in the unfortunate event it does, it isn't by a massive margin. And, you know, the thing that's so different, in my opinion, about this pandemic is... You know, because this is on a global scale, number one. That it's affecting every last person in the world, pretty much. Maybe with a few exceptions, you know. Mostly just in the comedically obscure sense, you know, the people on the space station are okay. And I read that there's some people in a submarine, you know, deep in the ocean that don't know about this yet. And, you know, I'm sure the... What's that one tribe, the Sentinelese? I'm, I doubt they know about it, but you know, it's like it's such obscure examples. It's, it's affecting everyone in the world, pretty much, in one way or another. And on something that's on such a massive level, most of the time with these, these large, large-scale, massive impact events, I think sometimes it feels like on the individual level, it's like, Nothing that I do is going to matter in the grand scheme of things. Nothing, right? Sometimes, even if it's not true, you know, we get this feeling, let's say, in elections. It's like, what, what does it matter if I vote or not? Uh, the, the outcome is just going to be the same. Well, no, it does matter if you vote or don't. But so many things, it's like, I feel, you have this feeling anyway, whether that be correct or not, that it's just going to play out and the outcome will just be what it is, regardless of what I do. This is not the case. Every single person, your actions matter, and your actions can make a difference. And for those who will try to interject and say, no, it doesn't, what is it? So many people, what, is, what does it matter? Then look no further at South Korea. Now, yes, this is in a bad way, but it goes to show how one person, what they can do, where South Korea had this whole thing under control, and then came patient 31. One single person who didn't follow the procedures they were told. They didn't self-quarantine. They didn't isolate. They didn't take it seriously. They went to the giant, uh, you know, the big, the big church that they went to. And from there, so many people got infected. That's what spiraled the outbreak in South Korea, out of control for a while, one single person and their actions not to stay home. Just one person is all that it took to shut down an entire country. But as a result, is the actions of the government, but also the collective actions of the South Korean people that took what seemed like it was an out-of-control outbreak and were able to slow it down to the point where the medical system did not collapse. It seemed like it was going to for a time, but it didn't. 
they're able to slow that growth down enough and get the upper hand on this. Everyone's actions matter, and everyone's actions in this pandemic really do have impact, direct impact on this situation. So please, like I've been saying, just do your part, because it really will help. It, it will. And while this is such a large, long-duration event, while those actions, at least in the short term, may not seem effective, in the long term, they sure will. They most certainly will. Everyone needs to do their part. Oh, I think you guys are a wonderful audience, and you guys already are. So in that case, just keep doing what you're doing, then. Now on to a bit of an update in terms of this show, and uh, just something that... I, I already did this as a little bit of a trial run, you can say, uh, on my uh, radio broadcasts. And because the outcome was really, I think, so, so fantastic, it's something that I wanted to do here. And hopefully, if it, if it works good enough, I will just syndicate the two. And it'll just go out on the shortwave broadcasts and on here as well. Um, but recently, you know, in my broadcasts, I do four uh, hours a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And uh, each show is an hour long. And uh, lately, you know, the first 20 minutes has just been nonstop news, uh, discussion, and analysis on the coronavirus pandemic. And then the rest will just be some music and maybe some miscellaneous discussion. Uh, but recently, I added a new segment uh, that's about 10 minutes that uh, I call the VORW International Mailbag. And it's pretty much exactly what it is. It's an international... Uh, correspondence program where I just read uh, emails from international and domestic listeners who tuned in on the shortwave. The unique aspect, though, it's not just answering questions about burgers or, uh, you know, shout-outs or any of that, um, but specifically, I had asked for correspondence and uh, viewpoints from listeners in terms of the coronavirus pandemic. And I wanted to hear from listeners around the world as to how the situation is looking from their point of view. And, uh, for instance, a listener from Moscow, Russia, wrote in, talked about the situation over there. Uh, we heard from listeners in Texas who said, uh, you know, it's impacting these events and this is how I feel about it. Uh, then, you know, got an email from someone in Pennsylvania with a different viewpoint and someone in California with their thoughts and uh, someone in Italy with their viewpoint, etc. The feedback for it was, was fantastic, and the response to it was great. And lots of the radio listeners really liked the segment, um, because they just felt it provided a more unique uh, personal perspective and, and, you know, just a viewpoint to this situation that you just don't see through just reporting statistics or, uh, you know, what some figurehead said or, or whatever but it's just giving an individual outlook that I think a lot of people can relate to, and many others may be very interested in seeing just how it's affecting people around the world, uh, but also it may be of comfort, you know, to know that, look, I have these worries, I have these anxieties, I'm, you know, just going through this, other people are as well, and that I'm not alone in this. So the reception for it has been fantastic, 
and so has been the response. Uh, but having seen just how well it's doing, it's not something that I just want to reserve only for people on the shortwave, but I want to expand it to these online platforms. And uh, as a result, I hope to expand this so I can get your feedback, your emails, your viewpoints on the situation. And then each week, I'll still do that segment, um, but I'll be including your correspondence as, as well in addition. And then I'll post it here. I'll post it regularly on YouTube. I'll post it on all the online uh, podcast platforms. So not only will that go out over the airwaves, but it'll go out online for you guys too, and you can play a role in this. And if there's a message that you want to get out, you can use this platform to do it. So as a result, uh, you know, like I pretty much just said, but I'll say it officially, I hope to do the VORW International Mailbag segment uh, online as well, and I hope you can be a part. The way to participate is extremely easy. It's quite simple, as a matter of fact. All you need to do is send an email to vorwinfo at gmail.com. Again, that's vorwinfo at gmail.com. And in your email, talk about whatever you want to talk about, as long as it's coronavirus-related uh, or it's related to this uh, situation in one way or another. But other than that, uh, write whatever you want. On-the-ground reports are appreciated. Uh, how is your area doing? How is your part of the world holding up? Uh, how is the public reacting? How's your government reacting? How are you reacting? What are you noticing? What are your thoughts on the situation overall? What impacts are you noticing? Anything. Uh, just as long as that it's pertinent to this uh, unprecedented crisis at hand. Now, due to the volume, I can't guarantee that I will be able to read every piece of correspondence, uh, but certainly uh, in this segment, I'll, I'll certainly try to go through as many as I can, uh, be able to read them, and then maybe talk about them a bit, and to go from there. So it's similar to the feedback uh, that I used to do for this program, uh, but it's just going to be uh, completely related to this, um, to this crisis, this pandemic. But that's the VORW International Mailbag, and... Uh, you know, your your thoughts, your voice will be going out, of course, online, um, but also on many uh, AM and, and shortwave frequencies all over the world. So it's just a way to get your thoughts, also uh, your viewpoint out to a, a large international audience, get your message out there. But I hope you could participate. Uh, it's something that I'll be doing regularly. And uh, again, the way to do it is simple, V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. So I hope I could hear from you. And with that, uh, that's all that I really have for today. I just wanted to share a few basic thoughts about this situation and also this uh, important, big, and uh, I would say positive update on this broadcast. So uh, hopefully it will be a success, and uh, hopefully then I'll be able to air those segments here online as well. So uh, I, I think if all goes well, more content will be on the way soon. With that, please be safe. Stay strong and hang in there. This is VORW. I'll be here again soon.